I was going to rip his heart out. I'm the best ever. I'm the most brutal and vicious and most ruthless champion that's ever been. Yeah. Yeah, we knew I was the A-side. Okay, hello and welcome to the Cornermen. My name is Kishan. My name is Hussein. And we are on round 18 after a just under one month hiatus. Is it just under one month? I thought it was like two weeks. <laughs> no, we, I just checked round 17. We uh, recorded on the 13th of April. So uh, we're just under a month. Wow. I think we've, people have been gagging. It has been quite been quiet in the boxing world. Yeah, true. It has been quiet. But um, I think a lot of people have missed have missed us. We, our fans have been clamouring for a new episode and we just had to give in. Hey, absence makes the, the heart grow fonder, isn't it? <laughs> and all that. How you been? All right, man. Been fasting, losing weight. Waiting for this big fight to happen over the weekend. Other than that, same old, same old. What about Uh, you? You're looking good, man. You look like you got a bit of a tan. Yeah, got a bit of a tan. Got the hair, got the trim. Yeah, that's uh, while I've while you've been I've been losing weight as well. While you've been well, I've been I've been I've been grooming myself while you've been fasting. (laughs) Yeah, exactly. I've been growing out the hair, looking a bit savage. Tomorrow, I visit the barbers. Right, it's a, it's probably a good time to get back into it because we just had probably the biggest fight of the year, probably the biggest fight of the year, right? May Cinco de Mayo weekend yeah. is always a big one, and um, so it's the right time to get back into it. Um, and it was, it was event, an epic event, it? though. Exactly, like seventy thousand fans, but the atmosphere was electric. I feel like you'd think COVID isn't around anymore, right? Like no social distancing, no nothing. I don't get how they do it. Uh, but yeah, atmosphere was absolutely electric, lived up to the hype so much. I think even Eddie Hearn said it was the best event he's been he's been a part of and he's been part of like, all the Wembley clashes with AJ. Yeah, I think it's um it was a it was an indoor attendance record for the US. Obviously in the UK we've had I think 80 or 90,000 whatever at Wembley, but in the US like big events have done it outdoors normally. So there's like yeah, there's been bigger outdoor events in the US, but that was what biggest indoor event in in the US yeah, ever. So that's yeah. obviously huge for the for the US. And I think Texas has been a bit lax on the whole COVID restrictions anyway. So I don't. They were the last Clearly. to go in, the first to come out. So they were bound yeah. to be like the first state to open up. But yeah, you'd think there was no COVID, but it was good to have like. Big, you know, a, a big build-up and a massive crowd in the uh, in the arena. It was spot on as well, right? Like, because it, it was Texas borderline with um, Mexico. It felt like, whereas if it was in like Vegas or something, I don't think it would have had that much of a, a Mexican atmosphere. Yeah, it was a massive, massive Mexican atmosphere, massive Mexican crowd in there. I remember watching the weigh-in, and they had like five thousand. No, was it the weigh-in or the uh, press conference? One of the two. But they had a massive attendance there, like. 5,000 Mexicans turned up just for Canelo. Yeah, it was big. It was a massive event. It was um, the entrances, man. They lived up to it as well. Like, Saunders' entrance was mad. Him and his dancing, the music was spot on. Uh, Canelo's entrance was long, had his, like, all the sombreros and all that. 
the entrances yeah, the were band, grand. It? it was like it was like WrestleMania, wasn't it? Yeah, yeah. This is what um, uh, Eddie Hearn promised Canelo. He'd give him like a proper um, a proper event. Yeah, it's better better to have his Mexican band with him rather than that bloody like pop stuff he had last time. That was a bit yeah. awkward. Yeah. That's not him, man. Authentic. He's a freshie. He's a proper freshie, man. He needs a freshie entrance. I noticed though, he is like a like in the Liam is it um, Liam Smith fight. Smith. You always he, forget uh, this guy's name, man. I, know, I do, yeah. You, Liam Smith. <laughs> it's because it's because it's so generic. The name's so generic. <laughs> um, so generic, you just forget it. Yeah. Um, in that, he he was obviously he gave like some interviews in English, like a couple like a couple words here and there. But in this one, like in the build-up and afterwards in the press conference. Uh, it was mostly English, like most of his interviews and everything yeah. was English. It was good to see him like speak English because you don't really understand like what, you know, the translator does their job, but you know, it's good to see yeah. him speaking. But he sounds like a little bit of a Mexican <laughs> drug cartel guy, isn't it? He's so cool, man. Like the way, did you see the post-fight press conference? Where uh, Andrade... Um... Yeah. Yeah, yeah. And he's like, get out, get the fuck out of here, get the fuck out of here. I was like, oh my God, this guy is is actually just a don. He's got he a bit was, of like, a His personality mean... is fully coming out, isn't it? Yeah, because be- before, without, with, without the, with the translator, you don't, you can't, you can't really tell like, uh, like he, the, the emotions in what he's saying, but yeah. now you can, he's quite mean spirited. He's got like, a bit of a, yeah, a bit of spice to him, hasn't he? I think it was, um, they mentioned it when he was walking in where they said that, you know, when he was younger, he used to get bullied for um, having freckles and, and ginger hair. And then he knocked them out. And ever since he was like, this is what I want to do forever. I want to bully the bullies kind of thing. Um, yeah. And I think he like, that's the perfect way to describe him. He was a bully. And um, like when he wants, he's got this look in his eye, like, you know, when Andrade was like talking shit to him, and he was talking shit back, but there was a moment where his face just switched and he was like, Do you know what? I'll knock you out right here. Come here, come here. And like his eyes turned like yeah. scary, man. He's a proper, he's got a mean streak in him, man. Yeah, there, there is something quite, quite, quite nasty about him. I mean, like when it, we'll go into the fight, but there was, you know, the, the whole thing that happened in the eighth round and what he was doing in the eighth round and what he said when he sat in the corner. We'll come on to it in yeah. a bit, but yeah, he, yeah, he's uh he's a proper proper fighter, isn't he? A proper warrior. Yeah, man, he's 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 got it all in it. Like we're complete Canelo fanboys, and like we've we've made that known during this podcast. But there's there's nothing to man. you can't not be a Canelo fanboy. You can't watch boxing and not yeah. be like this guy is the the right now anyway. He's the he's the package, isn't he? Yeah, but like even like I don't know, man, like. Obviously, we haven't grown up in the. Like I, I didn't grow up properly in the Tyson era. Do you know what I mean? Like I didn't watch him fight. Um, so my boxing life is probably like the last 10, 15 years. This guy's the best I've seen, man. Like obviously yeah. Mayweather was technically amazing, but you know you stayed up to watch Mayweather fights. They weren't as entertaining as this. Nowhere near. But this guy, yeah. every fight of his is entertaining. He's got the skill. You can analyze it with with a fine tuned comb. Um, but you can also be entertained. Do you know what I mean? There are moments where you just throw away your analysis hat on and you just enjoy it. Whereas with Mayweather, you didn't get that as much. 
Yeah, yeah. It was a. It was. It, we've saw two different. We've seen three different Canelos in the last mm. three fights, haven't we? we? So he's so multifaceted. Like we saw him like pick apart Liam Smith and show his technical ability. We saw with Avni Yildirim what he can do. Like you know when he when he really um, think is his power unleashes his power. And here we saw him how he's able to probably defeat a better boxer, right? He, yeah. We showed he's a, you know arguably a probably a better boxer though because he he's not afraid to lose rounds. That's what's that's, that's what's great about Canelo. He's not afraid to like lose rounds, or he knows he's probably going to lose rounds, but he knows he's yeah. got the power and the ability to wear a man down, whereas you know to the point where obviously he can knock them out. But I I think we saw two fighters in this fight as well. Like I felt like at the beginning. He was going straight power shots, like not setting them up. He wanted to make a bit of a statement. But then towards the end, he was closing the distance um, and he was almost walking Billy down a little bit. So, like, And to be able to close the distance with a fighter with such IQ like Billy is is a skill in itself. Um, yeah, I just think he just showed how, how good he is, to be honest, that night. Even though I, I had him down slightly when the knockout did happen. Um, yeah. But I, like you said, I don't think I think he's not he's not afraid to lose rounds. He, he'll sacrifice a few rounds and a few punches here and there to suss his opponent out and um, and dominate the the kind of final third of the fight. So let's get into the fight then. So how, how do you think the the first few rounds went? So we'll split it up by because I think it naturally went from like one one to three roughly four to yeah. six seven and then obviously the eighth. I think there's there were three. Like parts of the fight weren't there really? Yeah, like I thought. I thought Saunders started very well. I thought the first round was definitely his, even though the judges I think disagreed. Um, like he was more active. This might be Canelo's game plan though. Like it, it, the round one, he wanted to just suss out what Saunders was about, and he didn't do anything. But I think um, Saunders definitely had the first round. Um, I can't remember the second. You tell me about the second. Let me get well, my second. Notepad. I've got my note. If I look at my notes, I had, um, I think I had the same. So I had the first round to Saunders, I had the next two to Canelo. Yeah, um, I remember, yeah, but this, I... Is what, this is what I was saying. Like, he, like, the next two I've got here, just straight power punching. Like, he wasn't jabbing, he wasn't doing any slick movement, he was just going for power punches. Um, but yeah, he was a more active, I think he landed more. I got down, yeah, two and three was him. Yeah, I had two and three, Canelo. And I think that he, he was leading with the left hook to the body. Um, there were a lot yeah. more power punches. Billy Joe wasn't able to sort of find a rhythm. Um, yeah. You could tell he was getting comfortable, but he was. I think it was only until the end of the third round where Billy Joe sort of stepped up and started to really showcase what he's all about with the jabs and the feints yeah. and the movement. Um, yeah, so I, I gave mo- I mean, apart from the first round, I thought I thought Canelo had a better start. Me and the yeah. first round, to be honest, was two kg. I mean, you could have given it to either one of them. You could have given it to Canelo. You could have given all three to Canelo. Yeah, to be fair, you're right. But I, I think first round he jabbed a bit more. Saunders he looked a bit more up for it, and everyone was like, oh, "Okay, well, well, here we go. We will have a fight in our hands." Um, but yeah, like you said, two and three, I gave to Canelo. Yeah, the second, like second, uh, you know, well, so the, 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 the second, third around, I'd say uh, of the fight, there was 
I saw Saunders really getting into a rhythm there, but yeah. there were you, he was making mistakes. He was being punished for mistakes. The jab was working for him and the movement was working for him. But what I noticed only only after rewatching some of the highlights was Canelo was landing that uppercut before. That uppercut yeah, that obviously exactly. did the damage in the eighth. He, he was landing it. And I think Billy Joe, when he jabs and when he or or when he throws that right hand uh, left hand, he he bends he lingers, forward. He? Yeah, he lingers yeah. and kind of comes forward to kind of come out the way. I think Canelo spotted that because he was landing a couple of them in the in the middle yeah. of the fight. Yeah, so I've got round four in capital letters. Great uppercut from Canelo. Beware. Um, <laughs> and and that's that's exactly it, right? Like I think Saunders against a lesser opponent could probably move in and out much quicker. Um, but Canelo is very good at closing angles very subtly. Like he'll position himself for his footwork very subtly so that, you know, as you're moving out, he might try and snap you as you're going away. Um, yeah. And yeah, I think you just summarize it perfectly. Like he was, he was making mistakes on this or maybe not mistakes. Maybe Canelo was just far too superior to play those games with. Yeah, I think he, I think Canelo knew he was losing rounds, but he knew what he was doing, and he knew that he was able to to wear him down. The body punches got to Canelo, and I think also um, he was closing Billy Joe like he, like you know he said earlier he's a bully. He was a proper bully, isn't he? Um, mm. And uh, he was whenever Billy Joe would move out of way out of range, or when he'd move towards the corner he'd be in front of Canelo again because he's got that. That's, he's so yeah. scary. I, I assume that's it, it. the Liam Smith fight is just so scary. That guy's just walking you down, taking whatever you've got <laughs> and walking you down. Exactly. And um, like, I think this was the biggest ring that Canelo has fought in, right? Because of the whole shenanigans. <laughs> yeah. um, but like the second half of the fight, like the way he was closing the distance, I was, I was in shock, man, because Saunders was slick. Like he showed really good boxing IQ a few times and the gap you could see it he made quite a big gap but towards the end of it like he just kept closing that gap and that's actually that's yeah. so hard to do in boxing man when you're fighting someone who's so slick and who just moves around quickly to keep up with them in terms of just fitness IQ staying sharp hitting those punches all of that in one the way Canelo's doing it man like it's very subtle and I think boxing proper boxing fans will, will notice it but yeah that that in itself was just world class. Yeah, I think Saunders landed the cleaner punches and scored the points, but Canelo wore him down and the the, mm. the body punches, even if they came off the glove, even if they kind of hit the elbow, they were having an effect because Billy, uh, Billy Joe never gave him anything to worry about. He's not got the power. Yeah. He doesn't have the same amount of power as Canelo. But I said he was, he was tapping. Do you know what I mean? Like I, I said it in, in a few WhatsApp groups. I was like this is going to be a hard night because he was getting punches in but they looked like taps yeah like it looked like a super bantamweight fighting it was yeah the punches were doing nothing to Canelo literally nothing yeah. even the jab that he got just under his eye like it left a mark but during the fight it barely made him flinch yeah he was never never uncomfortable or un in trouble yeah he took some punches and yeah he probably lost a few rounds but he never looked uncomfortable he never looked phased he never looked hurt yeah. um yeah and that obviously led us to the eighth um where he did that damage with the left uppercut 
um, that we said. It was it's strange. I don't know. I still don't know why Billy Joe does that. Like he would he'd throw the jab out and and come down. I don't know why he'd do that. He'd, he'd drop his head. He's a bigger forward. man as well. Like yeah, like as a bigger man, you shouldn't be making yourself smaller. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, and again we noticed it earlier, and I think he, I think he does it because he thinks he's he's dropping out the way of a of a counter. He's probably thinking he's going to mm-hmm. come in with a left hook, or he's going to come in with with something. So he's kind of dropping down and trying to move out the way because he's got better footwork. But yeah, that that was yeah, it was like the head came down at the same time as the uppercut came and landed. Uh, yeah. It was devastating that hook, that uppercut. But that's it. And um, I think you, you said it. I think Canelo clocked that during the fight. I don't think that, that uppercut was part of his game plan. I think he wanted to go what he did with, with Liam Smith, like body, body, wear him out. Um, but I think he I think he clocked the um, the little head leaving and he changed his tactics a bit and went for the uppercuts. Yeah, it's brilliant it's analysis. Incredibly from smart. Yeah, very, very smart. I think um, he... Uh... Um, you know, people talk about, oh yeah, but he was winning the fight. If if that didn't happen, um, he would have been winning the fight. But the thing is, it did happen. <laughs> Do you know what I mean? You could say, yeah. you could one, say one punch that, changes a fight, right? Yeah, and it did happen, and that's what Canelo is all about. Uh, yeah, it's just yeah. brilliant to watch. It was devastating though to hear what happened afterwards because I don't know if you, I don't know if you heard what he said in the ring afterwards, but. Um, he said when he sat down in the corner to Reynoso, he basically said, "It's like he cracked his jaws." On. Yeah, he said he said that um, I've broke his face. He's not coming out. He's not. He's not coming into the night. And uh, he started celebrating before <laughs> it was announced that he'd retired. Um, so yeah, he knew that. He, like I don't well, know. I he said that he could when feel you know, the, when you know, the bone crack under his under his fist. <sighs> Yeah, man. Like this is this is uh, the dangerous sport of boxing. Saunders has never that's never happened to him. Like he's never been hurt like that because he's always been able to move out of the way. But Canelo's a different animal, man. He hits like a ton of bricks. Um, I, I did really feel bad for Saunders though. I thought he he showed um, his skill. Like he, he put out a really good performance. Like I think Tyson Fury said it before the fight. When people go up to fight Canelo, they have already lost before they get into the ring because the occasion gets to them. They're there for the payday, basically. Um, but I thought Saunders gave a really good account of himself. Um, and I was I was really gutted that it ended like it did. I wanted it to go the distance. Yeah, it, would have, it was a shame. I think two two reasons it was a shame it ended that way. One, because he had to obviously retire and it wasn't a, a, a knockout, right? Um, mm. And yeah, it would have been nice if it went the distance because... I think Billy Joe would have deserved that because he would put in a really good performance, you know. Um, the judges actually had Canelo up, didn't he? I think the majority of people actually had Saunders yeah. up. Well, I did anyway. Shock that though, isn't it? Shock. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. but it's, uh, it's, it's Dallas, it's America, it's Canelo. It, I don't know what you, you're never going to beat him on points, right? But the way, I, like, the way I wanted the fight to go was a bit of a Rocky style, go the distance, Saunders can say he survived and he won a few rounds. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. um, This boxing man, one punch can change the course of the fight. Yeah, they said that um, he broke his, he had a quadripod fracture. 
which is basically four parts of the eye bone are fractured, like underneath to the side, above. Yeah, like he's basically his his eye socket caved in. It's called an orbital. Yeah, uh, yeah I can't remember what the, the name and uh, what the term is, but orbital something. It was basically a complete blowout yeah. of the eye socket. Hey, Undertaker had that, yeah, and he continued to wrestle really? on. Really, <laughs> in a fight, he had the same. Yeah, I, I don't know. If, right. He had, he had that, um, I think someone was going for a clothesline um, and they accidentally, their thumb smacked into his eye. And um, yeah, he got an orbital fracture thingy. Um, and then later that night, he was driving and he was like, oh, things are looking a bit dark. Uh, oh. I should just go check it out just in case. And then he went, but he said he had a few drinks. So he thought that, that was why. He went to the hospital and was like, yeah, your, your eyes hanging off your, your thing right now. What the hell are you doing? And he was like, oh shit, really? Um, and it was like, yeah, if a few more hours, your eye would have fallen off. You would have, you would have lost your eye, basically. Bloody hell. Um, but yeah, yeah Undertaker is Undertaker, and he's, he's, he's <laughs> so. Yeah, well, he's he's undead, um, isn't he? So he he exactly. can carry on. Exactly. Mm. Um, and then all the boxing Twitter brigade, all the fighters coming out saying he quit. Um, that's, that's just terrible. Same thing happened with Dubois, right? Like he didn't quit. You can't you can't see. You can't fight. I think the, well, the corner did very well because Saunders might have come out. Like he might have come out, but I think the corner made the decision, didn't they? There is a difference though. Dubois refused to stand up in the end when you know when he was when he was counted out, whereas Saunders was pulled out by his corner. So I'm not saying that either of them quit, but I'm saying there's a difference in your 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 man in the corner making the decision for you versus you making the decision in yeah. the ring. But that, but that should have happened to Dubois. But Dubois yeah, went out yeah, and he realised, shit, I can't see anything. And he had to make the decision and make himself look a bit of a wally. Um, but yeah, yeah, credit to Saunders' corner. Yeah, credit to his corner. Mark Tibbs, I don't know if you saw some of the interviews with him afterwards, but he, was, um, he looked really upset. He was just like, I've got no words. I can't really do these interviews because he's just so upset yeah. for him and whatever because it was such a bad I think everyone injury. was man like he he put such a good account on um and obviously you fear for your fighter's health but you're also like shit man this was this was everything Saunders has been waiting for since he was a little kid in his front room um and like, like yeah. to go out like that was just a bit a bit sad but that's what happens in it when you fake face one of the greatest of all time yeah, you can say what you say, what you want to say about Billy Joe Saunders. He's not had the best reputation outside the ring with all the stuff he said and and done and yeah. uh, the, all the stuff in the lead up with the mind games with Canelo. I think that was a really good move, actually. Like, that's what you want to do to Yeah, Canelo, definitely. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, you brought out, like, but I think he's brought out the personality in Canelo a little bit as well. Like, he riled him up, didn't he? And, like, well, and, I think and like, oh, no, this is actually quite fun. <laughs> yeah. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to continue being like this. Yeah, yeah, definitely. So I think that's what's needed. And um, yeah, say what you want to say about uh, Billy Joe, but yeah, you don't. That was that was difficult to to watch afterwards. Yeah, we wish him a a speedy recovery, and yeah, it'd be interesting to see what he does next if he returns to the sport because he's not getting any one of those belts back. What do you think he's going to do? Yeah, not not anytime soon. It's going to take him ages to recover. I think you should go back in with Eubank, have the rematch that was meant to happen. Oh, no, 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 no. no. Well, what else is that? I'd rather see a domestic clash. 
Have you seen Prince um, Prince Nassim when he goes mad about Yugang and just tells him to quit? I'm going to send you that 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 uh, WhatsApp. Eubank yeah. is not is not good, bruv. He's not good. A few uh, when he fought a few weeks ago, that fight put me to sleep, man. That yeah, awful. that was uh, rubbish. I don't know rubbish. what he did in the second, third round there. That was like just take him out, <laughs> bruv. He's he's rubbish, man. Yeah, I don't know whether he absolutely rubbish. He said he was using it as he just wanted the rounds in, but really, did you want the rounds in? Like, are we supposed to believe? Yeah, that's like what this, it was. It, it, <laughs> it was a pay per view fight. It should have been a make a statement fight, but my god, that was awful. I don't know, man. I really don't know where Saunders goes from here. Um, like there are guys to fight in the division. I'd really like to see him fight um, Triple G. Has he fought him? He hasn't, has he? Uh, no, he hasn't. No, no. He hasn't. I, I think that'd be a good fight because um, Triple G is a bit of a truck, but he doesn't have the boxing IQ of Canelo. So it'd be really interesting to see boxing IQ versus a truck. Yeah, we'll see what see what we brings for him. But I think he's he's got to recover. I think for for a while. Um, but for with with Canelo, I think. Um, it's just Caleb Plant. That's it. That's what we want. That's what yeah. Caleb Plant, and then maybe Golovkin after. Again, that's that's me anyway. Then just just retire after that. Yeah, yeah. yeah I hope um, I hope Plant doesn't avoid him. Um, I don't think Plant has a chance either. To be honest, I think Saunders is, is a better boxer than Plant. Yeah, yeah. It's got similar styles. I think Plant's a southpaw as well. So and and yeah. Canelo's He's fresh off slick, two though. southpaws. So that's it then. So that was the the big big fight this weekend. Um, it was good to see like a big proper pay per view, wasn't it? I'm glad we uh, I'm glad we were treated with that. We've got next week. We've got Joshua Boazzi again um, fighting Dos Santos. He's now teamed up with Virgil Hunter. Um, on that same bill, we've got Terry nice. Harper and Gamal Yafai as well. So we'll be back next week with a review of that. Um, yeah, so going to back back to weekly now. No more, no more, no more breaks for us. We keep we keep going. We got a bit gassed when things opened up in uh, in London, but now <laughs> got to keep going, mate. <laughs> All right, over and out. All right, till next week.